back to the Win Daily Podcast for Week 9. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. And uh, here with our resident DFS pro, he's become a star very quickly as part of the Win Daily family. It's our good friend Javi, Javier Perlezzo. Javi, how are you today? Oh, I'm great. I'm ready to win some money in basketball and football for the next few days. So I'm, in, I'm ready. You're always ready to win money. Uh, you know, that's why people come and listen to you and read your articles. If you're a premium gold subscriber, you can get all of Javi's content uh, along with our other great DFS pro, David Jones, as well. So make sure you sign up. Uh, today we'll be covering uh, the week the week nine wide receivers and uh, – We'll also brush on the tight ends and uh, talk about monkey knife fight props for uh, the Seattle-Tampa Bay game, which should be high scoring. The two 1976 expansion teams meeting each other this week in Seattle. Interesting slate, though, because it's a 10-game slate. And uh, because of buys and the scheduling, you know, we're missing guys like Julio Jones. Uh, you know, we're, we're, you know we're, we're missing guys like Cooper Cup, etc., and, uh, you know, there's there's not a ton of superstars really on this main slate for wide receiver. Uh, on DraftKings, there's nobody above 7,800 for uh, for Sunday's game. You have Adam Thielen at the top of the list. So, uh, you know, that that's very interesting. Uh, Thielen's got the hamstring, so I don't want to use him. Then you got Kelly, Kenny Galladay going against Oakland. Love him at 7,700 on DraftKings. Uh, Hobby's going to... Give you some of the prices for Fandle. Stefan Diggs is playing terrific. Uh, 7,600, great cash game play. Tyler Lockett in a shootout, 7,500. You got to like him too. Probably go away from Tyree Kill playing against, uh, playing with Matt Moore. Uh, I think Chris Godwin may be my favorite receiver in the group because, as I've said on the show before, Usually when you have two standout receivers on the same team and one guy has a big week, usually, uh, and I actually talked to a former NFL player about this this past week, usually you'll see the other guy go off the following week because the quarterback wants to keep him involved in the defense after watching film, may focus on the guy who stood out the previous week. So I like Mike Evans a little less at 7,200. In that range, I would probably say like Godwin is my favorite. Uh, probably followed close closely by Lockett, uh, Galladay, and then Diggs. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I have a different take from FanDuel. So uh, Adam Thielen is seventy one hundred. He's not even top ten priced on FanDuel for wide receivers. Uh, I know he's got the hamstring issue, but just that pricing is way too low to ignore. And and he's playing against Kansas City, who's got. Terrible secondary, just terrible defense as a whole. So I'm, I'm targeting that one. So uh, I just wanted to skip to that first. Uh, from the higher tier, Chris Godwin, he's the most expensive, but uh, you hit the nail in the coffin. I, I like his price. I, I don't like his price. He's 8200 He's the most expensive on the slate. And then right below him is Mike Evans at 81 But I expect a shootout in that game. I think the Tampa Bay and Seattle game, and I wrote this in my, uh, in my article on Win Daily um that i like uh james winston with godwin this week i like that seattle tampa bay game to be a shootout so I, i'm leaning more godwin than evans but knowing the crazy stuff i do scott i'm i'm gonna have james with both of them in a the lineup yeah i have to save up then on running back and i can't go mccaffrey and i can't go cook but 
just to be different, it, it could work out, especially in the, in the shootout of a game. So I, I like Godwin. I like Evans. Uh, like Godwin more than Evans. Um, and then if you go down a little bit, I'm, I'm fading Devontae Adams. I'm going to fade Stephon Diggs, even though um, he's got a great matchup against KC at 7,900. Um, and then I like next is Kenny Galladay again at 7,600. Uh, he goes against Oakland. They're bottom five pass defense in the league. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. And that's my second favorite shootout of the week. So, yeah, I think we're on the same page, you know, a little bit of uh, pricing differences. And with feeling, look, it really depends on the hamstring. Uh, but hamstring injuries, I've very often seen guys in their first game back from it just not produce at an optimal level. Uh, so I'm probably going to pivot off of him, stay away from him. Uh, Allen Robinson against the Eagles. I think it's a good cash game play. You never see a lot of upside from Robinson, but he's so consistent week to week at 6,800. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Not a great play against uh, against the Denver Broncos at 6600. T.Y. Hilton is injured now, so we'll scroll past him. Keenan Allen's been disappointing. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, you never know the upside from week to week. Uh, Terry McLaurin has a tough uh, matchup. I do like John Brown a heck of a lot against the uh, the Washington Redskins this week. I don't think we've seen his best game uh, yet since week two. Uh, and then you have Marvin Jones. He's kind of boomer bust, more of a GPP play. I'd probably say in the range of the guys that I just mentioned, I would go with Brown in the tournament and maybe Allen Robinson in the cash game. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that plan. And before I dive into it, Scott, I have a question because you've been in this uh, a long time. With the firing of the offensive coordinator with the Chargers, uh, are you liking Keenan Allen a little bit more, or do you prefer Hunter Henry? Uh, what are your thoughts on that just from the change? <laughs> Uh, I think we're probably going to see more of Melvin Gordon. Uh, gotcha. Watching the film on that game last week, uh, Gordon looked to me like he was finally getting his legs under, under him and starting to run with some authority. And maybe okay. maybe it is good for Keenan Allen. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait a week. I'm, I'm on the same boat as you. I think I want to see how this new offensive coordinator, I might just be on Hunter Henry more than anything else, but uh, I mean, Keenan Allen projects well. I think it's going to, they're going to have to pass the ball against the Green Bay Packers. So uh, he might be a sneaky GPP play, but uh, going down the range, uh, Tyler Lockett at 7,500, he's my favorite. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to be high on him. I'm going to be high on Allen Robinson, who you hit also, um, you know, pairing him with uh, garbage Mitchell Trubisky, which David Jones wrote about, but I, I like the play at Allen Robinson because he's the main he's the main benefactor there uh, from a receiving standpoint going against this terrible Eagles secondary uh, DK Metcalf they they kind of bumped his price a little bit at 6700 against Tampa uh, I'll have some shares of him but given that the price went up a little bit and he's not seeing that many uh, target shares I'm a little down on him for the most part but John Brown is my favorite in the the mid-tier range at 6200 against Washington so I agree with you on that part uh, it could be a Robbie Anderson week against Miami, but I just don't trust the Jets past often. So uh, I'm a little off him at 6,200 as well. Yeah, with Metcalf, and I was about to get with him the other 6,000 on DraftKings, uh, I'm, more on, I'm more on him than you are. It's really not about target share because the Seattle passing game is about efficiency, 
and they're facing like the 31st ranked pass defense this week. And Metcalf, you know, I was watching film on him. He's really starting to pick up the nuances of this offense. And he was drafted into a perfect spot to go with Russell Wilson for his skill set because Wilson's such a great deep thrower, especially off of play action. I don't think we've seen Metcalf's best yardage game yet. And going against his Tampa Bay secondary, I'd love him this week at 5,700. In that range, my other favorite receiver is the underrated Tyrell Williams going against the league's worst pass defense. Tyrell Williams has scored in every single game that he's played so far this year. And he's yeah, 5,900 on DraftKings. I, I love Tyrell Williams. I played him last week with Derek Carr, and he just – he never uh, he sees a lot of target share. Derek Carr likes him. Uh, yes, it kind of dinged Darren Waller a little bit, but uh, Tyrell Williams, he's just getting uh, he's he's his favorite target. I mean, I think I know people disagree and say Waller's the man, but Tyrell Williams, he's he's not priced up yet. He's sixty three hundred. He's a little he's a hundred dollars more expensive than John Brown, and I'm torn between those two. But I think for a salary saver, I'm okay with going uh, both their routes. And then if you go a little lower, I don't think I'm going to go any lower than this, um, is Marvin Jones at 5,700 going against Oakland. Uh, Galladay went off last week, so just it's his turn, right? I mean, they I just see, I don't, see, I don't know about I don't know about that. I'm talking about my theory, but not, Marvin Jones is so inconsistent, you know, that I don't know if it applies to him. You know, I'm talking maybe of a Godwin and Vince kind of combo, but, uh, uh, you know, it is Oakland, so you do have a point there. The guy that I, I'm really concerned about is Cortland Sutton at 5,800. Uh, look, Flacco didn't play well, but the two of them had great chemistry, so I'm off him. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, just unreliable. I like uh, Robbie Anderson at 5,500. Uh, you know, I think he has a big player, too, because last week we saw with the Steelers that you could burn that team downfield. Jamison Crowder is a great seasonal play. He could be like nine catches for 80 yards, but – and daily, I don't know the uh, uh, about the upside, but how about this revenge game alert? Five thousand on DraftKings, all Sean Jeffrey against that terrible Eagles secondary. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey's he's face. Oh, he's facing Chicago, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I like the price tag. Um, I'm not going to be I'm as sorry, high. I'm I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. He's facing Chicago. Yeah, yeah, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the price tag a lot. So. Uh, Chicago Bears defense, in my opinion, and well, stats don't really show it as much. They're they're a little overrated. Uh, I mean, I know they shut down the Chargers last week, but I, just given the price tag, you can you can do a little stack with Wentz and, and Alshon. I don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna be popular at all because you see Chicago Bears and you get scared. But uh, I like it. I, I do. I don't mind it at all. Um, he's a little bit more expensive on Fanduel though. He's at sixty six hundred. So uh, I'm off that on DraftKings. I love it. Just because with Alshon's price range, I prefer to go John Brown or Tyrell Williams for sure, for, for less. Uh, the lowest in the lower tier, though, um, I do like the Carolina receivers this week against Tennessee. Tennessee is susceptible to the pass. Um, I'm not going to be overly high on them, but they're a great salary saver. You got DJ Moore at 5,400 and Curtis Samuel at 5,600. So I like both those plays. I think they're going to air it out. Cal Allen, he's whatever, but um, you know someone's got to catch the ball there, and I think it's one of those two. Yeah, DJ Moore's only 4,800 on DraftKings. And right under him, Danny Amendola against the Raiders coming off two eight-catch games with 200 yards within that span. You know, that's another guy that I like as well. And Curtis Samuel's only 
4,300 on DraftKings, you know, to, uh, to your point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- those are, those are, that's the lowest I'm going to go. I, I don't. Yeah. You can't go any lower than 4,300 yeah. on DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evan is 6,000 on FanDuel, so I'm not as high on him. I think it's a fluke. I know two games in a row is not really a fluke, but I'm just higher on Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay personally. Oh, yeah, I can see that. But I think they're throwing the ball so much. Here's mm-hmm. my theory. They have no running game now. And Stafford's mm-hmm. going to have to gun it all the time because that is a league works pass defense. There's room for three receivers there. They play different roles. Galladay is the clear number one in the big target. Uh, Marvin Jones is a downfield guy. And then you have Danny Amendola when he's healthy, that slithery possession yardage after the catch type of receiver. They complement each other well. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. I, I'm going to have a lot of Stafford shares, a lot of Carr shares, a lot of Russell Wilson shares, and I'm just going to mix and match all the receivers. Uh, I don't hate going two lines receivers against Oakland. It's going to be a shootout. So. Okay. Uh, tight end Travis Kelsey going against Minnesota. Seems to work better with Matt Moore than, than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes likes throwing downfield a lot, but – uh, it looked like Matt Moore, you know, doesn't have that downfield gun. He's he's more used to using Kelsey. Not that I would use him, but Darren Waller, great cash game play at sixty three hundred. Uh, Hunter Henry against the Packers. I don't know if I'd use him at six thousand. And Zach Ertz has been disappointing. You know, those are the top four tight ends on the slate. I'm leaning towards Waller. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, my my top play is definitely going to be Darren Waller. He's the most expensive at 6800 uh, Like I said, I like the stack of Waller and Tyrell Williams with Derek Carr, so I don't mind it, especially in a shootout game. Uh, if you go right below Travis Kelsey at 6700 so uh, and I'm trying to find the exact stat, but there, I, I was reading something the other day that Minnesota has not allowed uh, 100-yard receiving for a tight end in I don't know how long. It's been a long time, but again, I don't I don't want to give you the wrong numbers, but I'm not on Kelsey this week against Minnesota. Yes, he'll check down a lot, uh, Matt Moore against Minnesota's defense, but I, I'm just not high. I think I'm higher more. I'm higher on Hunter Henry more than anything else against the Green Bay defense. They're going to have to air it out, like I said, and I think Hunter Henry will be, um, you know, Philip Rivers likes him a lot. So I am, for me, the order goes Darren Waller, then Hunter Henry, then Kelsey, then Ertz. Yeah, the and then after, the, after that, you really will... – it's it's not good on this 10-game slate. Jimmy Graham against the Chargers? Maybe, but no upside. Overrated Vance McDonald? No way. Uh, Chris Herndon, if he returns against Miami, there's something interesting at up $4,000. Johnny Smith is just 3800 but, uh, you know, that's not a, not a terrific matchup necessarily. I'm not going to go back to Ryan Griffin just based on one week. I feel like you have to spend up for tight end this week. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Uh, you have to go um, most likely Waller or Henry. Those are the top two plays because um, you, you're going to want to spend up a running back this week. This is the week to spend up on running back, in my opinion. If you want to be different, you spend up at wide receiver and go with the studs. Uh, the one guy that is interesting to me, though, is TJ Hawkinson. Uh, he is against Oakland. He hasn't done anything since week one. He's 5,000, though, on FanDuel. He's a salary saver if you want to go that route. I don't hate the play, um, but it's not my favorite either. So he's the only yeah. he's the only cheap guy I'm really considering, though. All right, let's move over to Monkey Knife Fight for tonight. MKF. I'm sorry, MKF. 
mkf.win slash daily. That's mkf.win slash daily. You'll get a 100% matching bonus if you uh, basically say that uh, Win Daily sent you over there. So, uh, you know, let's look at some of these props. Uh, you know, we looked at the Thursday night props uh, yesterday with our John L. Uh, New York Prop Exchange. And we go back to five for five over on. <laughs> Excuse me. We go... <laughs> yeah, somebody uh, somebody just walked by with a Yankee shirt. Uh, I'm allergic <laughs> to that. Um, over under five of five. Uh, prize 20 times what you put in. Uh, Jameis Winston over 279 and a half passing yards. I think that's an easy over to me. Uh, I don't think there's any way the Seattle secondary can cope with these two superstar wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Winston will have probably 10 turnovers, but he'll throw for 400 yards. So um, I, I don't. I think he's gonna he's gonna have to pass. There's gonna be they're gonna air it out. Uh, I think the only reason he doesn't get it is if he get in, if he gets injured or benched. But he, he's gonna hit it. Uh, yeah, they're playing in Seattle, which worries me a little bit more. But I think he can easily go for three fifty. So I like the over. Yeah, I I say three hundred. Uh, Russell Wilson, two hundred sixty nine and a half passing yards. This is the thirty first ranked pass defense. I say, you know, Wilson with his efficiency, you know, and sometimes if Seattle is going to run the ball, it concerns you fantasy wise or DFS wise. But I think he goes over this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree too. I think Tampa's going to put points on, and if they're trailing, he's going to throw the ball more. They're a more balanced team than Tampa. Uh, Tampa has no run game, but uh, I do like the over for that that side too. Given how, I mean, they they do like to hand the ball to Carson. He's got what over twenty rushing attempts for now four or five straight games. So uh, that does concern me a little bit if they have a lead. But I think he can easily hit that three hundred mark as well. Yeah, if they get to a lead, it's how do they get there in the first place, right? Probably throw exactly. the ball. Chris mm-hmm. Chris Godwin, six and a half receptions. I'm going to say he easily goes over that. Like I said, it was Evans last week. I think it's going to be Godwin this week. Yeah, I think he's going to go over 100 yards, but I, I'm going to take the under on that one. Uh, usually he's a big play guy. Uh, I know he's going to he's gonna have a good game. He's priced the highest, but I, I'm going to take the, the under. That's a lot of receptions, especially for him. I know he's handled it a few times this year, and he's playing against a bad secondary, but – I, I just feel like he will hit over 100 yards. He'll have a big um, reception for a touchdown, but I think he's going to go under six and a half. It's my call. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying seven for 110 and two touchdowns. Uh, Chris Carson, over 71 and a half rushing yards. Tampa Bay has a reputation as a strong run defense. They do have some good defensive linemen, but that's because people pass on them a lot. I, I feel like Carson, because of volume, will go over. Yeah, I agree, 100%. He's going to go over because of volume. I expect um, them to have a lead for most of the game, so they'll run it down their throats. I know Tampa's run defense is actually one of the top in the league, but uh, I think given the volume, he's going to hit it. No problem. Yeah, then Mike Evans over 82.5 receiving yards. I definitely see that as well. Uh, I know we talk about the Seattle secondary. Shaq Griffin is is playing really well, actually, like top 10 – cornerback according to pro football focus but you know when these receivers avoid him you know they can pretty much roam free yeah no i uh i agree with you uh i'm not gonna argue with you on that one the only one i'm gonna argue with you is godwin i don't don't know why i have the feeling that he's gonna be under six and a half which i could be crazy but uh that's my my crazy call of the week 
I think they're going to throw the ball so much that he definitely goes over. Well, uh, thanks for listening to the Wind Daily Podcast, and we'll be back tomorrow with Jason, Javi, and the other DFS pros with our weekend preview for Week 9. Thanks a lot for listening.